Oh, cool. I, I was just thinking earlier today that uh, if you ever need, if you ever want to make a horror movie, or I'm probably the number one person of our friend group to do that, I want to be the monster. I'd be down. I want to be the slasher. Oh, man. Welcome to the Empty Glass Podcast. This is Stefan. This is Matt. So. Yeah, we're, uh, I was telling Stefan, because he's checking the sound shit, which if this sounds weird, it's all on him. I don't know how to do any of this shit. I'm just a pretty face that uh, came up with the Empty Glass, and that's going to ri- what I'm going to ride for the rest of this fucking shit. Good. You know, the Emmy-nominated title, The Empty Glass. Oh, yeah, you know, Oscar award-winning The Empty Glass. Everyone knows about The Empty I'm, Glass. Everyone's favorite category. It goes what is best it actor. No, no, no. It's best actor, best director, best title of the movie, and then best actress. <laughs> <laughs> Where do I fit? Oh, best I mean, actress. like, if anything, you're like the sound guy, so you're like not even on the list. Hey, I'm anymore. never gonna be ever anywhere. Yeah, you're being you're being replaced by the people's choice. <laughs> That's <laughs> God dang. All right, well, um, first things first. Oh, how's your ass? <laughs> it's pretty damn good, honestly. <laughs> uh, my legs are sore as shit. Okay, hold on. Before we go into anything else. I because this is our first episode that's going to go up this week on Wednesday. I want to for probably the first time ever to have news breaking stuff. This is oh a, wow! This is a news breaking thing that came out today. So by the time it comes out, it'll be two days late. But that's news breaking for us because we're usually months late, if not like almost a year behind on this shit. Oh yeah, our our relative. And what's funny is like when you were saying categories, I don't know why my brain immediately attached to our podcast category, which is technically like news and entertainment. Yet we barely talk about news and entertainment. Right. So this we is, used to, but not so much anymore. This is like Fox releasing a Fantastic Four movie, but not actually just so they can hold on to license. We need to have some sort of newsworthy thing that's quote unquote breaking news to come out so we can keep our tag of a news channel, even though it's highly inaccurate. Right? Oh, yeah. Okay. So oh, yeah. Okay. So with that said, I'm going to say the breaking news, which by this time, like I said, will be two days old and uh, from IGN. <laughs> That, oh, I, no. that I saw while I was getting a prescription for my eyes because my eyes are getting worse. Yeah. Don't no, don't ding us for plagiarism, IGN, please. Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright. Of Westworld fame. Oh, yeah. What yeah. I most notably know him from. You, Stefan, would probably most notably know him from Casino Real or yeah, the yeah, Daniel Craig. Yeah, because he's the villain. And I've referenced him wrong. Right? He's not the no? villain. He's the spy friend, the CIA oh, friend. Yeah. Um, and he's also going to be the new Commissioner Gordon in the new Batman movie. Oh, shit. But do you know what he's also going to be? What? He's going to be Batman, too. He's going to be Batman? And he's going to be Batman. HBO is releasing a HBO Adventures of Batman podcast where he will be the voice of Batman. Oh, shit. So it's kind of bringing back some old school type adventure style shit. And I'm like, you know what? I'm totally down for that. He has yeah. a fantastically gruff voice. Like when he's a CIA agent in uh, 007, he's like... I'm not gonna lose. I'm gonna. W- I'm not gonna win this card game. You can win it for me. It's like, I can see that as Batman. Oh Fuck yeah, it. dude, absolutely. So I'm. I'm pretty excited for that. You know what? Fuck it. You can play Batman too. He just has to shave the beard. But he does have a fantastic beard. Yeah, I was gonna say, why can't Batman have a little gruff? A, he can have a little gruff if it's like a bad day. But he's got like a full bushy man beard. I'm like, he's got like an Isaiah Mustafa beard. I'm like, that's just a dash too much beard. Yeah, just need to dial back a little bit. Yeah. What if he had a beard as Bruce Wayne and then a beard not as Batman? It's just spirit gum and fake hair. Well, the new Batman has like a uh, has like a faceplate over the mask, so it's it's weird. You're talking about the Robert Pattinson one? No, <laughs> no, no that's I'm gonna sorry. come out. I, you're fine. I meant 
sorry, I was adjusting and hit my shoulder on the mic. No, I was talking about in Batman comics, um, Tim Fox, the son of Lucius Fox is the new Batman and he has a faceplate over his mask. Um, I can only assume this is going to get slightly political. Just, just, just a dash. I can only assume they did that because people would freak out that is an African American Batman. Um, and if they saw his chin, I'm sure people would bitch because we just live in a fucked up world, even though I think it's totally fine. Whatever. Yeah. Um, my, my only thing with it is, like, thinking about it is the, the faceplate is, like, it has the lining for where the chin would come out in the normal Batman suit, but instead just has the massing over it. It's like, why don't they just make it smooth or, like, the Batman Beyond thing where it's, yeah. like, it's, it's like, why have the seam there like he just put the faceplate over there? So it's, like, the faceplate, like, the part that covers the chin and the mouth is detachable? Almost looking. It, it, yeah, it looks like you just take off the chin part whenever you want to. <laughs> like, which maybe they, they that might be a plot thing. I don't Batman, know. Batman now with removable chin. But um, it's like, why don't you just make it smooth or just give him little the mouth, the impossible mouth lips thing that Batman Beyond has? It just it makes oh, more true. sense to me for some reason. And, I mean, a logical sense doesn't make sense. But what if they were like robotically actuated, where they like open and close, like Optimus Prime? Like Optimus Prime or like that guy in the movies where like it, it that's actually exactly what it looks like where it's like yes he would have a spot open for his lips to be visible and then would close up whenever he's yeah, in battle it's kind of cool I thought that was a cool touch and I was thinking of uh, I don't know if you've seen it or if the listeners have ever seen it but there's a guy on YouTube who makes his own like self-closing mask so like you you it has like a sensor on it and whenever he like moves his forehead or something a certain way it closes the mask and oh. then whenever he does another face movement or something, it opens the mask. It's funny. It's like the razor mask. Have yeah. you seen that? Yeah, yeah. It's so dumb. It's, oh, I know. It's like, how much does it cost? Uh, too much. <laughs> yeah, like $400 or something. I mean, all uh, the biggest thing I see on the internet, which is the best thing, is like, why would I spend that much money for people to see my ugly ass face when I have the perfect excuse to hide it? I'm like... Because uh, whether you have the most beautiful lips in the world, <laughs> do not take that out of context. Oh, no. I'll uh, try not to. Um, whether you have the be- most beautiful lips in the world, like it, nothing would look good if it was just being shown through awkwardly on the mask that has a see-through glass and, and like it's LED lit up and shit like that. It just why? Just hide your fi- stupid face. I mean, the yeah. whole air filter thing and LED, I'm like, I see the appeal in that. True. But I don't want people to see my sultry lips like that. They got to pay. Your sultry lips. Oh, there you go. Audio lessons. Only listeners, I guess. That's the only way that people can listen. Um, but the other thing I want to talk about that I asked you, had you watched right before this, Disney Soul. Yeah, I have seen Soul. What did you think of it? I enjoyed it quite a lot. I enjoyed half of it. <laughs> really? Okay. Um everything in okay so just back spoilers first of all back well yes this is a huge spoiler so if you were expecting anything else just go on disney plus like get a free trial watch it watch mandalorian and you're good uh (laughs) a little background i think Steph and i have talked about this before and both of our dads i mean both of our parents but both of our dads specifically were very involved in like the music scene with jazz Correct. I mean, your mom is definitely a big music person, but I think your dad was more the jazz person. Right? right, he was. He he played in a lot of different clubs throughout all of his early twenties and teenage years. Right, and my dad, uh, he didn't really play in clubs that much, but like he just pl- he would play it at home and he would just uh, listen to it a lot. So I love jazz. I I absolutely love it. I um 
you know, aside from like the big people, the big greats, whatever like that, I can never really, I never really pay attention to the artists. And I was actually listening to one of our previous podcasts. So I know I've talked about yeah, this. Yeah, we talked about this. I was about to say in like episode 26, I can't remember, but yeah, it's, it's back there. Right. But it just essentially on the lines of like, I just love jazz. I can't keep track of every artist or like, I don't like, oh, this is a new jazz artist I love. But I'm just like, I love listening to it, ending it there. So when Soul was coming out, I was really excited for it. I'm like, oh, a fucking jazz Pixar movie. That shit be slapping, yo. Mm. Um, and the jazz, whenever they play jazz in that movie, whenever they show him playing the piano, I love it. Oh, I yeah. love I that shit is butter. I can literally legitimately watch a two and a half, three hour long Pixar movie of them just doing a jazz concert. And That'd just, be satisfying. I would love the shit out of that. Like every every time he goes like in the zone or just gets lost in playing the piano and you see his fingers, or even when he's playing and it's disappointingly a montage where it's like you know, here's one song and then they go to the next song. I'm like, no, 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 keep playing. Like, I really wanted them to right. keep going. They just, they didn't. Um, all the shit that's upside down, I didn't like. Yeah. I mean, everything that's in like the soul care in or whatever. Yeah. And the soul world. I, I thought the soul world was interesting for a moment when he's going to the, the beginning where like all the new souls are made and it has all that abstract like art and him going through like the zones, like when he's falling, I thought, Oh, this is cool. But then it landed in the bottom world and that look was cool for a second, but really quickly got old and dull for me. Yeah. Um, I thought the angel beings, whatever were interesting, but they were barely in the movie enough for me to give a shit. Yeah. Um, and I cared so much, you know, Tina Fey, she did a great job, honestly, but like, I thought her character was just really unnecessary because I love, she was not as good. Number 22 or whatever. Yeah. She was never as good. Yeah, number as, twenty-two. Is it? She was never as good as like the supporting characters in the real world, like the yeah. mom, the mom's friends, the barber. Which the barber, I could watch an entire show off of. Yeah, I liked the whole scene with the mom a lot. Yeah, everything in the that real, was really good. Everything in the real world, by the way, um, takes place in Astoria, where my sister is, and I was just there. Does it really? Yeah, so I was just here there a couple months ago. So a lot of that shit looked pretty familiar and pretty damn spot on. Honestly, no way. That's good to know. So they actually went out to the locations and probably like scouted them and sketched them and all that. So oh yeah, dude. It, like get it, it just right. I was, I didn't know that beforehand. I'm like, cause I knew he was in New York. Cause of course he's in New York, but I'm like, I'm looking at some of these places. I'm like, some of these places are looking really fucking familiar. And my sister confirms like, yeah, it takes place in a story. I'm like, that's so weird. It's rad. I had no idea. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, that was just the biggest thing for me. The, everything that took place in the real world was far more interesting uh, than anything involving like the afterlife. I thought the message was interesting. Yeah, it was really good. But it was, oh, I mean, I, I fucking teared up and I cried at the... Oh, I definitely w- cried. When he's sitting at the piano at the end. Yeah, that, I cried at that. That was so unbelievably moving and good. But when Tina Fey was in his body and the cat body, that part was just really awkward for me. Like, Yeah, a little bit. And, and the, But and the, I know the mindset is going to be like, well, it's a kid's movie. But I'm like, okay... This is in a very this is a very adult story. Story. Like Somewhat, it's yeah. it the delivery for like everything and that's the thing. Everything in the real world for me was almost like a Disney short and how like it was almost for the adults before the kids movie started back in the day. And I feel like that's where I feel like that's where Pixar is going. Like Pixar throughout the years has been making more adult stuff that's getting dragged backwards to be kid friendly um using, by using subplot Kinda. By the producers. Well, it's just like they throw in jokes or like cute stuff where it's just like, that's not necessary, man. You have this 
wonderful, wonderful movie. And then you just, he gets thrown into a cat body and then like Tina Fey's in his body now. And I'm like, I thank God when he had the whole delivery to his mother, that it was Jamie Foxx that took over because it, it would have really ruined the scene had Tina Fey been the voice at that. Moment. I liked that. I thought that was a good switch up. I agree with you. And really I do. I do think that the soul Karen or whatever you want to call it, the soul world, whatever, uh, was the more like made for kids aspect of the movie. But something I did quite enjoy, which I guess this is a spoiler is like how 22 turns and then they have to kind of like go where all the empty souls go and try to find her. I liked that. I, I mean, thought that was a cool little touch um, and how essentially his biggest fears became his worst enemy. Like with the, the stuff, all the like belittling stuff and shit that people have told him his whole life essentially came forward and all the mean stuff he said to 22 also like the biggest, scariest manifestation of his fears was actually himself and what he had said to 22. And I thought that was interesting. You know, it, it was kind of kitty, you know, how they run around in the soul world and they got like the, the angel things, you know, um, but it was cute, you know. I didn't, I didn't, I don't think it detached too much from like the Pixar vibe. Maybe this is a way Pixar will transition into doing more adult movies because it's almost there. If you just got rid of the Soul World and uh, the whole like cat body switch thing, um, you'd probably have a lot more of an adult movie, just in general. But like you said, you were expecting the well, it's for kids kind of comeback, but it's not a comeback more as it's just well, it's a Pixar movie. I see. In my eyes. I, but the thing is, like, you can have a kid's movie and still... Like, How to Train Your Dragon, like, one and two, you know, three, is like, whatever. Are, those are good examples. Like, absolutely, kids can enjoy the shit out of them. They're fun things, but it's it's never, like, overly kid-y when you watch it. It's no. Not over, it's not overly cutesy. Like, it has its cute moments, but it's it, it has a happy medium. This one, I it's just... The, and I didn't really care for Inside Out too much. Like, I, I appreciated, once again, the message in that one, but, like... Um, I felt like this was really, how do I say this? It, it really felt like they had an idea for a movie, but then had to adjust it at that's certain every parts. Movie. That's every movie. I know it's every sure. movie, but I really felt it in this one because yeah. just the, like I said, the world aspect was so whiplash different for me compared to the actual real world. Right. Yeah. Right. So, and also I did like the whole finale thing where they're going into like the deserted area i liked it yeah i did. I don't like how they got there because jamie fox it, this is typical like i want to say pixar formula but honestly it's movie formula the like liar reveal or the guy the guy you're supposed to reform just becomes an unbelievable asshole for two seconds just so you can like have the other character not like him for a moment yeah but like, i also think that's you know jamie fox spent the whole movie really trying to get back to his life. I, and I can understand like how that gets frustrating, you know, especially when you got pretty much a soul who's never been anything but a soul waiting to be something, experience this world around you like a little, like a little kid. It's basically like the little kid that he had following him around and like learning about the world. And sometimes the people you're trying to teach, you end up hurting. And he was a, like kind of a music teacher. So I can kind of see an analogy in that. Like some music teachers can be really hard on their students. You know what? I think and I would have. You know, maybe that's a stretch, but I think I would have appreciated that aspect more had they not take. That's also probably the thing. Had they gotten rid of the jazz aspect and fo- focus on that aspect more, would have made more sense. The teaching or, aspect, or just the the they didn't really show. I mean, yeah, he was desperate to get to his body, but they didn't show like how volatile he could be. True. Really. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like if 
they got rid of the jazz aspect of that and focused on that aspect more of like the afterworld and soul part of it, whatever, like that probably would have made more sense. Or, you know, had they got rid of all that shit, I would have enjoyed the shit out of the jazz part of it. The So at the end of the day, it felt like two movies were kind of combined together. It felt literally like Ratatouille where you have a character. I, actually, that's what I initially that's what I wanted this movie to be. And it almost was, but not fully was how Ratatouille showed the beauty and art of cooking. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of shots. I, I thought this movie was going to be that, and it was, but then it was also Inside Out, another good Pixar movie. Once again, one that I didn't particularly care for, but that was on me. I do appreciate it as a movie. No, it's a good movie. I just, you know, whatever. Um, so you have the Ratatouille movie, but where it's like appreciating music and jazz, and then you have this Inside Out where it's appreciating like these you know, the soul in this case. Yeah. And it's those two movies put into one when I just wanted one or the other. I didn't want both at the yeah, same I, time. I did kind of feel a little lack of music, especially in the part yet again, spoilers when uh, they're playing in the jazz club. They only have jazz like for two parts of the movie, really. Yeah. When like he's the be- teaching the kids, like the beginning and then the concert. Right. Like I would have appreciated just a little bit more jazz throughout or maybe well, and then him playing the piano on his own was, was a very nice touch that, like I said, that was my, that, f- that's, that was my favorite scene too. That was my absolute favorite scene. So, um, with, with all that said, it's worth checking out. It's worth to get. Oh your no, own- it's a great movie. I mean, I, it definitely gives off the Pixar vibe, which to me it's like that's a lot. and the animation's beautiful. I mean, oh the, my the god, lighting, is- the lighting engine they use. I don't know what fucking witch magic they're using, but that lighting engine it's is insane. Fucking incredible. Like I said, man, you could just put a camera in that barber shop for like a whole do a whole show based on the barber. I'd be down as fuck for that, honestly. Like <laughs> I, 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 I loved every character in the real world, man. It was great. Um, uh, okay, so the last thing about Soul, because we're kind of, eh, it's going a little bit longer, but it's fine. It's okay, yeah, we got um, um, we got four more minutes. Okay, cool. Three so, or four more minutes, um, I think. Last thing about Soul, which by the way, I may even pick up the soundtrack for Soul, because like I said, that jazz music oh, was popping. And uh, you know what's weird is uh, Trent Reznor and I don't know who the hell else. It's the other guy, Ross... God. O'Donovan. Sure, right? From Game Grumps? No. Yeah. Um, it's Trent Reznor and Articus Ross, which are both from the band R.E.M. They're the guys who did the... You guys, the listeners might know them, and you might know them as uh, the guys who did the music for the social... Spider-Man. No, for the social network. Yeah, Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Andrew Garfield's in that movie. Um, and it's it's just so weird for me that like that they produced that whole album for Soul, which I guess you know I guess they're really good in the production aspect, but what a change in genre! It was to go so from good. like to go from like experimental rock slash hard rock alternative to indie sounding electronic music with like light orchestration and barely anything to full full on jazz swing. I'm like, what the hell? So they're to me that's a really cool like expose, and I liked how they had a bunch of. Um, uh, I guess uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? They had like a commission of people to listen to the jazz music and make sure it was legit. And one of the people credited was Herbie Hancock. Ooh. And I was like, Ooh, damn, that's really cool. And, mean, and, and uh, Anderson Pack, I believe also was another like uh, consultant. That's what I'm looking for. Consult. I mean, cause even when, I mean, just piano playing by itself, like all the music in that is good, but like just piano playing. Cause you know, that's what you see the most of is just so, so well good. done. Like, Shit, and the fact they were able to animate along with it, like, was also just I loved it so much. So, last thing about Soul that I wanted to talk about was uh, the ending. Do you think he should have stayed dead? Because, yeah, he doesn't. 
I've, I think he, he does, he does like sacrifice. If I remember correctly himself, he gives the earth button to 22 and lets 22 take a life. Yeah. He lets, I mean, it was hers to begin with and he lets her have it. But then right. as he's going to, you know, quote unquote heaven, the after part with resolve, like he, he looks like he, he has ready. resolve. Yeah, yeah. They then say in a very awkward way, like regardless of how you feel about the ending, like it was very awkward for the angel person to come in at the last second and be like, Oh, Hey, we're just going to give you another shot. So it's like, okay. So he comes back to the, to the world. I mean, yeah, but I guess it's a one again, beat the dead horse. It's a kid's movie. And the kids are like, well, he can't be dead because they've grown attached to this character. And two, yeah, it's a little blatant, but I guess it's also kind of just sending home the message that he did a really hard thing to do and also something that no other soul has ever done. So he was completely selfless in that moment, and that's probably why the angels were like, okay, you did a really, really good thing, even until the very end. So here's one more shot. Don't screw it up, kid. And I forgot what they said, like, don't fall down the stairs anymore or something. I can't remember yeah. what it was. Like, like watch your step or something. Watch your step. Something or, cute. Yeah, something cute. I mean, it's cute. You know what I mean? And, like, yeah, I think it's really just to send home, like, the, the kids who watch that movie are probably like, we don't want him to die, die. But, I mean, the thing is that, um, for one, I, I think either one was fine. I think even him giving him a second chance was okay. Um, but the the other thing is what a potential fucking message. This is probably a once in a lifetime opportunity. A kid's movie would have to show death as not something terrifying or scary, but something that you can accept something that you, that there's so many movies where like, even like Disney movies where like the parents die or something like that, where it's like death is such a, um, a a terrible, awful thing where in this movie, like, yes, it is abrupt. He does miss out on life, but he also grow grows an acceptance and an appreciation of his life and that he doesn't go into the afterlife out of sadness, but in a welcoming feature. And what a brilliant, or not a brilliant, what a just great opportunity they had for kids to get the idea. Cause you know, yes, it's a kid's movie, but kids should be welcome to have ideas about things. Eventually they're going to be confronted with death, whether they like it or not. So I think this is would have been one of the few opportunities they had to address death in a non terrifying, but in a welcoming manner. True. And, you know, they really want to play cute. They can kind of, you know, mess around the idea that he stays as a teacher, which he, which, you know, I talked to my sister about this and she's like, that's how I, that's what I thought they're originally going to be. It's like, you pretend to be a teacher, but you've actually shown that you helped out this person stay as a teacher. So that way he's still, you know, it, 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 it kind a of, continuation it gives, of the message, right? right it, it gives off the illusion that like, Oh, he's not actually dead. He's, he's teaching whatever when he is dead. So like, if they wanted to be cutesy about that, they should have done that. Cause that's kind of what they were setting up for. Once again, I, I still don't mind that he came back to earth and everything like that. It was, it was still a nice ending, but I just thought it was like a bit of a missed opportunity. Yeah. Slightly. Um, yet again, it's for the kids. You can't use that as a turn. They fucking shot Bambi's mom. <laughs> like that's such a fucking piss poor excuse. That's like no, I know, but it's the same fucking like they did it. I'm it, just saying that's why they did it. I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm just saying that's why. Right. Which is is not a good argument. It's the no, same it's as, not a good it's argument. It's the same as like the fucking like oh I didn't like the Star Wars movie. I'm like yeah, but it's a Star Wars movie. It's like no, it it's a movie. It's it's something that is. So it doesn't mean being, it's not a you know completely separated from criticism no my, not at all my thing is if there's effort put into it 
fuck them all. <laughs> I'm just kidding. There's, no. I, but no, it's just I, I thought it would have been a really cool thing for kids. And my, I talked to my little cousin. Well, he's not even little anymore. He's like tweens now. He's getting a little bit up there. And he saw a soul before I saw it. And I asked him, like, what did you think of it? And he's like, I, th- I thought it was interesting. They, it's us- they were talking outside the norm. Or th- it was a little more controversial for a Disney movie. I I'm like, controversial? Controversial? How? I, I, I guess because the, the, the whole afterlife thing. It's like talking about politics. But now it's kind yeah, of getting to the whole religion thing. True, and he's, he's uh, pretty religious right now. So I, I could see that. And... I don't know if I fully agree with the whole categorizing of people's aspects. Uh, that was like the only thing I was like, I kind of laughed it off at how odd it was. I'm like, you're going to be a go-getter and achieve well in life. You're going to be apathetic and full of depression and stay at home all day. It's like, but like maybe that's how used to say that's not how it goes. Right. <laughs> maybe, yeah, but it, maybe we are designed like that. But, I don't know. But, but they're also just super flippant about it. And I just thought it was funny. I'm like, huh? I was expecting like some 40 year old parents to get pissed off about this. Uh, you know, yeah, there probably is a whole group of people who do not like soul because it touches on the afterlife. There, I'm, I would believe it. I mean, that's I, it. I dug it. I thought, I thought it was, it was an okay idea of the afterlife. I mean, I didn't have an opinion one way or the other about that aspect. It was just kind of everything else. Yeah. But no, I thought, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. If you want to imagine afterlife that way, I can think of worse ways to imagine it. So. Yeah, and definitely check out Soul just to get your own opinion on it. Yeah, then let us know what you think so we can ignore you. But, you know, like, yep. I, like I said previously in previous episodes, the second you uh, send us an email. Or at, uh, just a, just, yeah, just a actually then Instagram DM, please. Or, you know, one of or the Or an other. email at the empty glass. Let us know you're listening somehow, even if it's getting rid of that stupid fucking, you know, pretty punny podcast. Even if it's getting rid of that shit. Please. That's, that's great. And Please. then we will upload an Instagram video. I'm tired video. of seeing that as our like only review on, on iTunes or on the podcast app. We have three ratings, so it's no longer one. It's now three, but no. Hey, that's good. It is great. Thank you. But like you didn't comment anything. You didn't get rid of that shit. Yeah, we we have a pretty consistent listener base. So come on, guys. Don't be, don't be shy. Yeah. Send us something at the empty glass on Instagram or the empty glass at gmail.com. Yeah, daddy's Matt and Stefan won't hurt. You know, we'll bite mm. a little bit if you want, but that's mm. about it. Um, and once you do that, we'll upload an Instagram video. That's We're right. not doing that until then. Yep. Even if we have good ideas. Yep. We'll just backlog them and release them 30 years from now when we're old 80. and decrepit. No, we wouldn't be 80, thank God. But Well, maybe, maybe you. I'm 55 right now. You got a problem with Fuck. that? Anyway, guys. Um, <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yeah. Uh, be safe. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> uh, condoms of wear. Wear them. Mm-hmm.